Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والسماء والطارق وما أدراك ما الطارق النجم الثاقب. So this surah, surah al-Tariq, is very much connected similar to the surah al-Buruj. Similar things have been discussed in this surah, but in different ways. The style is different, but the same main point. The first thing that this surah is discussed like the last one. Is the day of judgment that you know people have been created <coughs> but the day will come when they have to come back to their Lord the first thing in the surah is <coughs> that people one day they will come back to their Lord and he will make <coughs> judgment among them and the proof for that is very clear in, in the Quran the Quran makes very clear don't you see that you know the the plants you know are there in the earth they become dry and everything is uh, destroyed then again the rain comes and they come to the life. Seeing all those things, rains coming and rains going and also the plants growing and the plants dying, <coughs> there is a clear sign that similarly, the human beings, they are on the face of the earth. One day there will be destruction and they will come back again to their Lord and there will be day of judgment. <coughs> Another thing is very similar that uh, you know, Allah Taala is watching the people so all the time that whatever they do, they can't escape Him. Every, Allah eyes are everywhere. Everywhere He sees the people what they're doing, Records are happening, people cannot escape his, his, his record. So all the time, every single deed, good or bad, it is written down by the angels and Allah with Allah's command and Allah sees everything. Another point in this surah is again about the Quran. That the Quran is a serious book. It is not a joke. It is not actually something light. People should not take it lightly. It is a very serious matter. Allah sent the book as a guidance. So people should read it for that purpose. They should not misuse the book and the respect should be given to the book properly. <coughs> you know, see in, the, in this world, you know, when somebody writes a book and a good thinker, people respect the book and they think and they understand and they, after that they want to act upon that. This book has come from the heaven, from the Lord of the people as guidance for the people how they're going to live in this world. If they take, take it lightly and they don't act upon that, now how, how angry he will be. The next message in this surah is like the previous one is Allah's way is not to punish the people immediately. So if the people don't read the Quran properly, don't respect the revelation, Allah still delays them for a while. <coughs> but then the time will come when Allah's punishment will come. Allah never punishes people immediately. So Allah knows what, you know, what to do and when to do. He knows. The messengers and the believing community, 
They just need to act according to the command of Allah and wait. Do sabr. They don't need to interfere. So if the believers don't believe, if the believers keep kicking, creating problem for unbelievers, unbelievers should not rush. They should keep doing what they're doing and Allah knows what to do and when to do. The punishment will come for the people, but after a while. <coughs> this is the message of this surah as well as the surah before. <coughs> One thing also is um, important, which keeps coming in the mind of the, uh, of the people all the time. <coughs> Why is it that Quran keeps repeating the same message again and again? Quran, no doubt, Quran keeps repeating, but Quran also changes the style. <coughs> so you don't feel it is repeated. Always a new style, new way to emphasize the same thing. So, you know, when Quran mentions about the day of judgment, need of the day of judgment, Quran mentions in different style. So that happening. But why it is like that? As I mentioned earlier, for the iman, what you need actually is need. People, people, people must realize that they need their urge inside. They want to worship the Lord. They must need that they, you know, they must work for for, for paradise. They must understand that they need to save themselves from the fire of hell. So this need, there must be inside the people. So since people don't feel this need, they don't have this urge, Quran keeps reminding them to that urge and that need becomes fresh in the heart of the people. And the people's mind becomes much more clear because in this world, material world, when you live there, there's so many ideas, so many thinking, and people become all the time confused. So that confusion needs to be cleared. You know, when there are so much you know, pollution in the, <coughs> in the environment, you need you know, fresh air, something to clean. To clean is very important. Quran actually has come here, you know, this thing to, uh, you know, you can say for the deconditioning of the, uh, of the people. So people's minds, minds are conditioned and Quran is coming to decondition the mind, to open properly, understand properly. All the folks, they are removed. <coughs> what I mean by folks, like you can see now we are in the winter, so sometimes, you know, sometimes it becomes very foggy and that material fog. And sometimes when the fog is so much that you can't see. And it's something, you know, like aeroplane and all those things, they also use, you know, uh, in a fog safe device to which can save, you know, people, you know, for, you know for, they can see still clearly. Like in India, in the trains, they used to be very, very slow. And then later on, they use this, uh, you know, fog uh, uh, <coughs> safe device, device so that made it easier. They still could see beyond the fog. <coughs> So when the folks are there, you can't see properly. So you need, uh, you know, that it should be clear. Similarly, people have got also <coughs> the mental folk. You know, so many ideas, so many, you know, so many uh, ideologies and ideas and thinking and all the time. And since people have got now in our time, you know, print media and, uh, you know, electronic media and this and that, <coughs> everybody, they say whatever they want, everybody prints whatever they want. You can see there are folks of the ideas all around. People really need the right thought, the clear thought to be established in the mind of the people. We really need, like you know, you have for material fog, you have got a you know, fog safe device. Similarly, people need fog safe device for the ideas, for the mind. And that actually Quran is providing. Quran wants to emphasize this again and again, to make this clear again. So all the folks are you know, removed and you can see the things as they are. People don't see the things that there are. You know, if people don't understand, for example, if people love the, this world and love the dunya and love the money and they don't realize actually what they, what they love, if they are going to leave it behind, they are received. 
So the way we treat this, this world is basically we are under the fog. This dunya, this world does not need that, that love that we are doing. The love that we have for dunya, it does not deserve that. The time that we are spending on this dunya, on this world, it does not deserve that. You know, imagine really how much time we spend in our, on learning how to earn money. Isn't really true that when people spend, you know, 15 years, 20 years to get the degree from the university, what the purpose of the degree is? To earn money, to know how to live this, in this, this world with a decent, decent life. And then after that, we work, you know, eight, eight hours every day, so five days a week. And then after that, keep thinking about that, we are tired. Just, just think how much time we are giving for this world, which we are going to leave behind. Does it deserve that? Does this dunya really deserve that people spend 15, 20 years of their life to study about that? And then after that, they're going to leave behind? No, it is basically, what actually happens is, there are so many folks, you know, the media, the you know, ideas, the books, everything they make you to do. People do things because everybody does the same thing. If you don't send your child to the schools, then the college, then the university, you will think you are left behind. You can't afford that. Everybody else children, they are in, in this education center. If you don't send them, what will you do? You do things because everybody else is doing. And you convince them this is the best way for them. Otherwise, you'll be left behind. That thing really what happening is, why we, are, why we believe in this thing? Because there are so much folk. There are so much folk, the ideas. People watch TV. People read, the, you know, <coughs> people use internet. Uh, people use many of those things. And their mind is again, again corrupted. People need this, this folk to be cleared. This is in the mind of every single person. And that actually Quran is providing. That this world is very temporary, very small, and soon people are going to leave. Even actually people spend 20 years in the learning and education. Nobody knows that they are going to remain alive to benefit from this education. There are, we know, there are many, many people who died while studying. There are, pe there are many, many people, they died while before having a job. There are many, many people, they died during the time of job. You know, how many people live until they become 80 or 90? Very few people. Most people, they die in early age, in the young age, young age. But still, you see people are doing this thing. Reason is why? Because there are so many ideas. There are these ideas in the, you know, everywhere in this universe. It is so much polluted. You need to clear that. And the Quran is providing you that, you know, think properly that this world, understand properly, this, you know, I, I said early in the morning, <coughs> very clearly, that this, basically, this world is not like, a, you know, or whatever you see around you. It is not something which people say to life, life support system. So basically here you are to support your life, get job and money and work and this and that. Not like that. Be serious. This world, this universe has been given to you for test. This basically a test support system. Everything around here, they are only to make your test easier, to help you for your test. So where, when you are in the examination hall, you are sitting for the exam, sitting for the test. Everything in the test hall, in the examination hall, it is only to support for your test. It is not that to make you to enjoy the life there. It is not that going to, they are going to provide a bedroom there. You are going to sleep there. It is not that you are going to have dinner and meals there. It is not that people are going to have a relation, <coughs> men and women there. No. When you are in the examination hall, everything that you get there is basically to support your test. Similarly, in this world, on the earth, we have been sent for a test purpose. Whatever around here is not for enjoyment. It is only for the testing purpose. 
تو بیسکلی یو کین سیٹ از ہول ٹیسٹ سپورٹ سسٹم اللہ سبحانہ تعالیٰ از گیونگ یو فوڈ وائی بیکار فار دس ٹیسٹ یو نیڈ ٹو ایٹ اینڈ ڈرنک اللہ سبحانہ تعالیٰ از میکنگ یو ٹو گیٹ میریڈ بیکار فار دس ٹیسٹ یو نیڈ ٹو گیٹ میریڈ اللہ وانٹ ٹو نیو جنریشن ٹو کیپ کمنگ تو دیٹ وائی ہی میڈ یو ٹو میری سو واٹ ایور یو گیٹ فار دا رین کیپس کمنگ اینڈ دا پلانٹس آر گروئنگ ایوری تھنگ یو سی ان دس ورلڈ دے آر اونلی ٹیسٹ سپورٹ سسٹم دے آر سپورٹنگ فار دا ٹیسٹ دے آر ناٹ لائف دے آر ناٹ ایکچولی واٹ وی ہیو مس انڈرسٹینڈ اینڈ تھنکنگ دے آر لائف سپورٹ سسٹم دے آر ٹو میک اس لائف اینڈ یو نو انجوائمنٹ آف دا لائف ناٹ اونلی فار دا ٹیسٹ ونس یو انڈرسٹینڈ دس تھنگ پراپرلی اینڈ دین سی ان دس ورس دیٹ ہاؤ دا قیامہ از سرٹین ڈے آف ججمنٹ از سرٹین ایوری ایکشن دیٹ یو ڈو دے آر سم ون واچنگ یو نو امیجن If somebody, any, you know, if Americans, they, you know, they invent any device which they can fit somewhere in their body and which keep copying everything that you do in a big cam- a camera, whatever you do, whatever you think, it all recorded there. See what life will be. Just think really, you go to toilet, you are with your wife, you are with your children, you are with anybody, we talk with anybody, we think anything, and this device records everything thing that you think, everything that you do, and whatever ever is 24 hours keep recording you how life will be for you just think can you live with this thing you know the truth of the matter is we are really under uh, you know under under this camera and that camera is much more powerful that human people can understand since the time we are born until we die every single thing that we do and every single thing that we say and even the thing that we think they are put in a proper record nothing is missing every single thing there what whole purpose is why this record is being kept are the people going to keep record for something which they are not going to use this record is there because it is going to be used one day this record is going to be used against us to understand this thing properly you basically are living in this world for test purpose everything around you is just part of the test support system and every single moment you are being watched you being observed and they are a witness upon you and you are going to be tested for every single thing and there will be judgment so this that why quran keeps repeating it to clear all the folk from the mind to people should not prefer this life over the real life this life is not for enjoyment that is the basic message of the quran all the time when everybody around you all the universities all the education center and all the you know think tanks every single thing keep teaching you you are here to enjoy the life after the death you don't know what will happen the quran will keep teaching you know after the death we know what is going to happen and this life is not for the sake of the enjoyment it is only for the sake of the test that why these messages keep coming in the quran again and again in different way different style no book can make this point so clear as the quran has made so now the read the verse in this surah again you know starting with the sky because to give you this thing that you know universe of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not this tiny earth it is a much much huge much much bigger you can imagine and if you ask the scientists they will say tell you that you know there are you know <coughs> how many stars in this universe and their light, light has come to us you know we can see the light of those stars and many many of these stars they are much much bigger than the sun many many stars they are much much bigger than the sun and there are many many stars since they have been created and their li- their light is in the direction of the earth still it has not reached to the earth it is on the way and you know that how fast the light is how fast light can travel since those stars have been created their light is actually moving in the direction of the earth and still it has not arrived there 
Imagine how huge the whole universe is of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are just on this tiny earth and we arrogant, we think we can do. And the thing really that how, how big, how, how long it will be, the, the, the life on the face of the earth. You know, how many billion, billion years since these stars have been created. And our life on the face of the earth, how many years? 60, 70, 80 years. So we are living in the tiny earth and in this tiny earth, we are occupying very small space and this is a small space we are going to live for a very short period. And still we are arrogant and we think we independent, do whatever we like. So Allah wants to put actually in the right place that this tiny earth belongs to a bigger system, the whole system. And your life actually is connected with something else. So you are not independent. So keep understanding this thing. That's why Quran starts again with the sky and with the whole system. The Quran says, وَالسَّمَاءِ وَالطَّارِقِ By the sky. You know, look at the sky. <coughs> you know, how huge the thing is. That, you know, basically nobody can measure the distance between the earth and between the sky. Actually, scientists don't know the sky. Simple thing is they have not reached really. Science actually has failed to discover what a sky is. They can see certain phenomena from the sky, but they exactly don't know what a sky is. There's no way they can discover. And then actually, is there any way who anybody can measure the space between this earth and the sky? And the Quran keeps telling us that what not only this sky, then after that sky, then another sky on the top of that, then on the top of that another sky, seven skies like that. <coughs> How huge they are? Anywhere you go, you can see those skies. And all the sun and the moon and the stars, you know, so many things there. And also understand really, this, these are things which you see from outside of the skies. What inside there? Like, you know, when you see the fort and the palace from outside, you see something. But what inside there is much, much more amazing. So this whole sky, what is got inside there, much more amazing. How many creations are there? You know, we are like in this material life, so we have got this body, we can't see things. But there are many, many creations, they are there. The Quran saying, what samai, <coughs> the sky is witnessing. And then the Quran says, what tariq. And also, you know, the things that, <coughs> that what comes in the night. Tariq, ayatruqo means Arabic language, to come in the night. So when something comes in the night, that's called tariqun. So that what comes in the night. And tarak also means like, you know, knocking the door. Because, you know, what people used to come in the night, they're knocking the door and they want to, you know, uh, to, uh, to, to meet, to see you. That all is tarak yatruqu, tariqun. Tariq means someone who comes in the night. You know, just think really how the system is there. You know, during the daytime, you think really that, you know, you do whatever you like, you know, you are doing it, and it, it, it is daytime. But if people don't understand really that how Allah SWT has made the arrangement, even the night time, you can see there are stars, <coughs> their shining light is coming upon you. They're falling upon you. You can't be hidden. The Quran says, by the sky and by that what comes in the night. And then Quran says, <coughs> and what makes you to know what tariq is? What is that what comes in the night? <coughs> So Ibn Ayyna Rahmullah says in the Quran that two styles, sometimes Quran says Wama Adaraka and sometimes Quran says Wama Yudrika. So when the Quran says Wama Adaraka, then the Quran tells you, you know, what is asking. For first Quran says, you know, what makes you to know. Then the Quran will tell you what it means. When the Quran says Wama Yudrika in the present tense, then the Quran does not tell. So for example, when the Quran says about the Day of Judgment, Wama Yudrika la Allah Sa'ata Qareeb. You know what makes you know, perhaps the hour is near. The Quran does not tell you when the hour will come. 
But when Quran use the word ma adraka, then after that Quran answers you what the Quran questioning. <coughs> the first Quran says the sky and whatever comes in the night. You know, we don't know this thing. What use the tariq, but what is coming in the night? The Quran says what can make you to know this thing? Anajimusaqib. You know what that is? Anajimusaqib. Najim is the star. And saqib in Arabic language is thuqwa. Thuqwa means when you make hole. So when a hole is made, then basically something from this side can go that side through the hole. People, things can go. So thaqaba yathqwa means when you make any hole from in anything, to you, for example, if you make a hole in, in, in the wall, to the light and the air from here can go the other side. And also the light and the air from that side, they can come this, this side. So that thaqibun means <coughs> this which can go you know, through, through something. To so, al-najmu thaqib, the star, which is thaqib, meaning is that you know it breaks basically all the folks and all the you know things on the way and it shining comes to the people unto the people to al-najm al-thaqib so there must be many many stars but quran here referring to the al-najm al-thaqib the star which are which its lights you know come very clearly to the people you know when these lights come there are more than one purpose it could be that when the light is coming that you know basically that light people can use you know and also it can tell people you know the the path and the and, uh, 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 you know and they can say where things are situated because it starts they're very helpful for you know for the right position of every single thing so people can know you know uh, in the past people used to know that traveling way how to travel through the through the stars and these <coughs> uh, you know uh, uh, and, uh, you know that tells you that how much Allah has taken care how much he has done so when he has done this thing that it is easy for you to understand that you know he did not leave you like that abundant when he's taking so much care of every single thing another thing is that these stars we don't know really these stars you know could be a spying star you know people only look at the things simply but they are made that they take you know photos of every single thing whatever doing they're recording every single thing they are looking into you deep coming into you they know every single thing so like for example when you take the picture from the camera you can see the light goes but that lies the help to take the photo. These stars, they can use for that purpose. You know, a thing actually happening. When you see anything and you get, you know, and you use that thing for certain purpose, it is not necessarily that thing only has been made by, by, for that purpose. People can use something for so many other purposes. So something could make, for example, when you can see in the palace of the kings, they are light and all those are outside as well. So the purpose is to know, to tell you that this palace of the king. So people know, they know, people be very careful about that. But at the same time, people who don't know have any light, if they want to study and read, they can come and, you know, sit outside there and they can use that light. But that light is not meant for that purpose, though they can be used. So there are, similarly, for example, when a palace is made, fort is made, it has a purpose. But people can use it for other, for other purposes, other than what it has been made for. So similarly, these stars, no doubt, they can tell you the path and road and you also can you where you are situated, located. But at the same time, what the purpose behind it, we don't know. So one thing, is, small thing can come to mind is they are basically like, you know, taking photos of you. They are like going deep and they are helping uh, to get record of every single thing that people are doing in the night. During the daytime, sun is there anyway, but during the night time, this is coming. So what makes you to know, you know, this, uh, what comes in the night? And then the Quran says, An-Najmu Thaqib. You know, in last surah, when the Quran has Qasam, then Muqsam Ali, for what the Qasam has been mentioned, you know, so wedding happened, oath happened, it was not mentioned. Here it is mentioned. Here the Quran, after all these certain the Quran says, In kullu nafsin lamma alayha hafiz. Certainly, 
every single soul soul it has got but a guardian upon it you know if you look all the sky and i know what these stars you know that the allah who has made all this arrangement he can't leave you abandoned like that it basically he's taking care of every single thing in the universe he can't leave you that you do whatever like it is not that he created you and then now you 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 are you are it's up to you to do whatever like no he basically keeps thing keeps seeing and watching and observing and looking and preserving and recording every single thing that you do whenever anybody moves anywhere he moves with someone who is around him <coughs> nobody moves alone there are always actually and also quran has got quran said in earlier kiramar katibin there are recorders they all the time there to wherever you go if you go to toilet if you go to bathroom if you go to your house if you are in your bedroom if you are walking if you are talking if you are spying if you do anything there are people recording and you under in a proper you know surveillance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always he knows he looks what you do in kullu nafsin lamma alayha hafiz all the time it is not that we do whatever like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there all the time he helps us and he also he takes record of every single thing that we do and it's just the quran is saying that it's simple simple thing like that when we you were not born who helped you just think really if you don't believe there is a guardian upon you or someone who takes care of you and you think really you do whatever like but you were born you did not exist you were drop of the water who made you a human being just think really who were there you were not there when you say i but this i did not exist who made this i as i to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remind you think about properly that if you deny that you know no i am alone there nobody to, to look after me or think after me and take care of me and nobody protecting me and nobody recording anything because i do whatever like just think properly who were you where you have come from so kumar just said how tiny how mean you are how low you have been you know how how insignificant has been your existence how allah made you to come and now you think you do whatever like so that quran reminds in kullu nafsin lamma alayha hafiz if you don't believe in that then the quran says falyanzur al-insan mimma khuliq you know the mind then mind certainly should look from what has been created and that the quran reminds people many many times look properly from what you have been created who made you who was there who was taking care of you you know you say that you do whatever like but who took care of you before you were born where you have been just think really that how allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this whole complication existence of the of the mankind and you know if you look, look in the quran quran is telling you the story even before the creation that when he created the adam then the quran says he brought all the descendants of adam from the back of the adam all of them they put in the prison. be people before being sent to this world allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he created our father adam alayhi salam you know he put inside him all of us So all of us basically existed in the first mind everything you can see that you know, the, you know uh, uh, when people uh, basically are created that you know from from this water how many million th- things are there to so when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he created adam in adam actually everybody was there allah has put every single human being every man woman inside adam and then from adam they have those things have to move to the next generation and the next generation then people will keep coming in their time in the history of the mankind as allah has planned but every single body already existed you know in this first mind so before the creation allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put pulled out all the people from the back of the adam everybody is there full demonstration and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked all the people allah subhanahu wa ta'ala am i not your lord 
and everybody said, no, you are our Lord. And then he put back in the back of the Adam. Then everybody from those descendants of Adam, they will keep coming born at a time when Allah wants them, until the last person is born. So all the people who have been the back of Adam, they are coming again reborn. So once he took them out as a proper human being, full human being, asking them question, and they put him back, and then after that, all them, all these people, they will be coming on their turn in the history. So Quran said, look actually, you claim that you do whatever like, you are you, but you are who are you? You know, from what he has created you? So Quran said, You know, from what Allah has created the mankind, look, the mind should look from what he has been created. Then Quran said, You know, from what you have come, the people have been created from water, you know, spurting. The water which is spurting, like you know, jumping. In means when something just a boil like that. So, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you from this fluid, which is spurting, from a spurting fluid. That's what you have come. Nothing. And who took care of that fluid? Where you have been there, you didn't have eye, any eye that time. You didn't have mind. You did not think properly. You did not have a hand. You could not help yourself. You are nothing. And even your parent they don't know what you are. That's how you created. And also your parents don't know where you're coming from anyway. You know, when, when the fluid comes out, then people can see. But when it actually preserves somewhere else, how can they see? And then think really more clearly, clearly when this fluid is in the back or in the bones, just bones of the, of the mankind, how this fluid comes from? They are created from, from the bone and from the food that people eat. And where the food is there? Food already somewhere else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how he has made scattered people everywhere. To, you know, from the back of Adam, then anywhere in the universe, then you are again created, again created, until you came to this thing, you are, who is looking after you there? In the back of your father, in the chest bone of your mother, where people are coming from? The Quran says, Look, you know, where you have been, where they have been, nobody teaches you this thing. What people are learning in this universe is that we are young. We need to study, we have education, we have to f- better future. The future that they know is before the death. You know, they don't understand, they don't know their history, their own history. Nobody knows. Before I was born, what I have been. Nobody can tell you. No, there's no, no way the human, human being can know where they have been before they are born. Other than the creator, he knows. People don't know really what happens to them when they die. We know only very small bit of the history of everybody's creation. So people can know since I am born until I die. The hospitals can record your day of birth, and the hospitals can record the day you died. You can, they can issue the certificate for your birth, and they can issue the certificate for your death. But they don't know this is your beginning. Your beginning was much, much more before you were born. And your end will be much, much more after your death. There's no end, basically. Your beginning goes far more ahead. You know, your, son, your, your father Adam, from his back, then moving from one generation to other generation, until you came to your father and mother's you know, backbone or chest bone. And from there he created you, make you outside. And when you are born in this world, then you, people start your history. But you are still inside before that. And then you remain. Then after that you die. Then Allah keeps you somewhere. Your soul somewhere, your body somewhere. And parts of pieces somewhere. And then a day will come when he assemble all those parts again. They are there. You don't see them. But they exist in tiny small parts. And he will command and all of them assemble together and then the people stand and they're looking 
Allah SWT wants to see, look actually properly, how much system he has made, how much he keeping you, how much looking after you. So, فَلْيَنْظُرِ الْإِنسَانُ مِمَّا خُلِقْ خُلِقَ مِمَّا إِنْدَافِقْ يَخْرُجُ مِنْ بَيْنِ السُّلْبِ وَالتَّرَائِبِ And that fluid, it comes out from the backbone and from the chest bone. So, no doubt that fluid actually is coming from that, 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 that pure, pure, pure thing which are you know, put in the bones and other places and Allah has created. So they are coming from the backbone and from the, you know, surb is basically the backbone and tarayb is the place of the chest. So that fluid coming from the backbone and from the chest bone of the men and the women, from both. And no doubt the Quran is very clear that when anybody is created, they basically have got part of from their mother and part of their father. And basically, no doubt, there is, you know, both, both impact are in everybody's creation. Though you can see Greek philosophers for a long time, they used to say that, you know, birth of any child is the only contribution of the men. Women are only vessels. They're only containers they receive, but women have nothing to do with that. They always used to say women in this matter, in a matter of the creation and birth of anybody, women are just passive and men are the effective and it actually makes a contribution, a child is born. It is their philosophy that they have been defending that and writing that and all those things. But never they made effort really to think properly. You know, don't, when a child is born, don't you see from his face that he has got contribution from, from his mother? But always they have been teaching wrong thing that the children only have got contribution from their father, not from their mother. And the wrong teaching always have been there and all the big minds and philosophers, they have been believing that actually what happens, that, that belief. When wrong belief comes to the philosophers, they also keep the same belief. Until it very late when people started believing in the science as well, no, there is contribution for the women. And the Prophet from very beginning has said very clearly, no, when a child is born, it has got something from the mother and something from her father and that's why similarity is there. That's why you can see some, you know, face of the son, a, a, a child tells you that he's got something from, from, from the mother. So both contributions are there. So these, liquid, these fluids, they, keep, they come from the backbone and the chest bone of the men and the women. Certainly, he has all power to return it back to the life. You know, just think really how he created you. You did not exist. You are nothing, no name, nowhere mentioned. And then you, he made you something, then he made you fluid, then he made you to come out from the backbone and the chest bone of your father and mother. Then you become, a, a, you know, in the womb of your mother for eight, nine months. And then after that, he makes you to come out a proper human being. And then you grow, your mind grows, your body grows. You think properly, you live in this world for 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And then after that, you die. And you think now you are forgotten, nothing will happen to you. You know, how can you think like that? You know, when he created, you did not exist. How he cannot take you back? In the first time, when he created, you did nothing there. Now you are there. Your parts are there. You can't see them, but somewhere there. He just needs to reassemble them and bring the soul again. And you say he cannot bring me back. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.com.
www.kimbridgeislamiccollege.tv Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like yourself.